the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Joe is alive. Yeah, uh, Joe went into hiding a couple of days ago after the stories about Hunter's laptop came out. And we were wondering if he was okay and if he would see his face before the debate tomorrow night. But he popped up on a TV station in Wisconsin long enough uh, last night, I guess it was, to finally answer a question about it. And, of course, he said it was all a smear and that the intelligence people all knew all about it, and they said there was nothing to it, which, of course, is a hot, steaming pile of horse manure. Meanwhile, last I heard, the New York Post is still being blocked on Twitter. They can't get their uh, paper up on Twitter. And I checked the websites of CNN, MSNBC, CBS, and NBC earlier today, saw zero mentions of the story about the, the emails on the laptop. Meanwhile, on The View this morning, Sonny Hostin, interviewed Joe's wife, and she must have heard what Joe had said last night. Dr. Biden, your husband uh, showed remarkable restraint that night when uh, <laughs> Trump repeatedly attacked your son and disrespected your family. And um, I've spent a little bit of time with you, and I know how important your family is to you, and I know how protective you are uh, over them. Now, he continued those attacks at rallies, encouraging the crowd to lock Joe up. And on Monday, he claimed that there's some sort of story on the way about a scandal involving your family that will, quote, make him almost an impotent candidate. How do you feel about these constant personal attacks and, and how do you respond to them? You know, as a mother, I mean, I, it really, I don't like to see my son attacked and certainly I don't like to see my uh, husband attacked. But for me, or to me, these are distractions. I mean, this election is not about Joe Biden or Jill Biden or Kamala or Doug. It is about the American people. The American people don't want to hear these smears against my family. The American people are struggling right now. I mean, they're in the midst of all this chaos. They're trying to figure out how to put food on the table. You know, they don't have jobs. They, they need health care. Americans don't want to hear this. You know, I hear that all the time. People are uh, trying to figure out how to put food on their table. And that's something that people just hear and they just accept it. I'm, I'm sure there are, obviously, there are people out there who are really, really poor and have trouble figuring out how they're going to get their next meal. But to say it as if the there's like there are like millions of people out there waiting for Joe Biden to help them figure out how to way to put food on their table tonight, you know, maybe in the next... 20 minutes when you have dinner, I'm just not buying it. And, and, you know, it's just a smear, of course. It must be nice to have the media in your back pocket to the point where all you have to do is just declare a negative story a smear, and then they accept it. Of course, it never works that way for conservatives or Republicans. Eric Trump knows all about being the son of a presidential candidate. He joins us now. Eric, thanks for being here. Yeah, you're very welcome, John. So um, every day there's something new about Hunter Biden, it seems. Uh, more is expected to come out, but every day, everybody in TV news, except it seems Fox and, and Newsmax, I guess, uh, ignores it. What do you think it will take to change that? Well, listen, the, the, the media carries the water for, for, for the Bidens. Uh, they always have. You, you see the media coverage from my father. I mean, my father had the greatest economy in the world, uh, you know, lowest unemployment, you know, rebuilt the United States military, took care of our vets, fixed the VA, uh, largest tax decrease in the history of this country. Um, you know, save the Second Amendment. You know, you've seen what he's done on the on the courts in terms of you know judicial appointees. You've seen what he's done with prescription drug prices and peace in the Middle East. And I could go on for hours. And they never talk about any of that stuff, right? In fact, they just hit him every single day. Now, you find you know uh, Hunter Biden um, was promising ten million dollars for the big guy. Everybody knows the big guy was was, mm -hmm. was Joe Biden. He has emails with his sister. Um, you know, effectively saying that, you know, unlike, you know, uh, the fact that dad makes me pay him half of my salary, I'm not going to make you do the same for me. 
Um, you know, here he is taking $1.5 billion out of China. He's making $83,000 a month on a, from an oil and gas company, um, Burisma. Uh, he get paid $3.5 million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. You know, I mean, what product? I mean, the, the question I have is what product was he selling? I mean, what, what, why were they giving him $3.5 million? What, what were they getting in, in return? And, and I think, you know, anybody who's, who's intellectually honest um, knows the answer to that question. It's corruption at the highest form, and they're not asking about it. You know, it's going to be the biggest thing, John. It's going to be interesting whether tomorrow um, at the debate they ask that question. You know, what, what, what was your son Hunter getting in, in return for the $3.5 million that, 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 that he was paid by the mayor of Moscow's wife? What services well, his aunt, was he doing? Go ahead. You know? go ahead. No, what I was going to say his answer he, would be, I don't know. I never talked to him about it. Yeah, and, and, and he never talked to him about it, but yet he's in all the emails. $10 million for the big guy, right? Like, he didn't know about that. And you look at his two houses. I mean, I just, you know, I, I ask anybody, just Google, Google Joe Biden's houses. He has a house on the beach in Rehoboth Beach, and he has, uh, you know, he has kind of a mansion in Wilmington, Delaware, right? Google those houses and tell me if on $174,000 a year a senator, that's a lot of money, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of money, but that he could afford the taxes and the upkeep and the mortgages and everything on those houses. I mean, and, and the honest answer is there's no way. I mean, there's just absolutely, there's absolutely no way he could afford those houses when you go look at them in their pictures on $174,000 a year. And he was a senator for 47 years. So where did he get the money from? And no, no one's willing to ask that question. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. There's only 13 days left here, 12 days, actually. Um, I don't know. I don't see... Uh, the media getting enough interest in it. But I see that uh, Joe did an interview with a station in Milwaukee, I guess it was last night, and said that this is all just a smear campaign. He's he's sticking with that. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. When you have a receipt from the computer repairman uh, with Hunter um, Hunter's alleged uh, cell phone number on it, with his signature on it, um, and he's <clears> attesting <throat> that Hunter dropped it off for, for repair and they never picked it up, and then... Uh, the people on those emails that we just talked about say, "Yep, I was on those emails, and that was absolutely sent by Hunter." So they're, co- yeah, I mean, they're corroborating the, you know, the emails and the validity of them. Um, it tells you everything you need to know. But, but, but again, people see through this, and 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 it's not even what matters. I mean, what matters is this country. And my father's running against a radical left party. They want to decimate religion. They want to decimate people's Second Amendment. They want to increase people's taxes by four trillion dollars. Uh, they want to socialize medicine. They want to get rid of private health care. Uh, they want to decimate oil and gas. Uh, you probably saw the clips last night. My father was in Erie, Pennsylvania, and he was playing the clips of Biden coming out and saying, I'm going to eliminate all fossil fuels, and I'm going to yeah. eliminate all coal, and I'm going to eliminate all all mining and all, all gas production in this country. And, I mean, this is what we're running against, somebody that wants to take away Christianity and faith. And, um, you know, my father, on the other hand, you know, wants wants to promote faith. He wants to protect law enforcement. He wants the greatest military. He wants to protect our vets. He wants to be, you know, the most, you know, energy uh, independent country on the face of this earth. Um, you know, my father wants people to be able to go to work and go to their kids' baseball game and um, and live life. He wants, you know, the lockdowns to stop. I mean, he's been fighting harder than anyone to open back up this country. I mean, so many states, including Pennsylvania, is, they're keeping they're keeping states locked down unnecessarily, and people are sick and tired of it. People want to get back to their lives and. Um, and I think those are the things that matter. I mean, you know, Hunter will get figured out, right? He's, he's you know, Hunter and Joe Biden, they'll, you know, they'll get figured out. But, um, you know, that, that's what matters to Americans. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there. But, and, but I, I am seeing talk this morning, including on Fox just a few minutes ago, uh, that some Republicans think that uh, the Trump campaign is uh, focusing too much on Hunter and not enough on the stuff that you just talked about. Could they be right about that? I mean, is the is the Hunter Biden thing, uh, is, is there a danger of that distracting from the really important stuff? I don't I don't think people like the concept of, of, of you know, the son of a vice president traveling over on Air Force Two to China and taking a, a billion and a half dollars out of the country. I don't think people like that. And I don't think people like, you know, emails where it says 10 million is going to get saved for the big guy. I, I don't I don't think people in this country like that. I think people care a lot more about not having their taxes go up by $4 trillion. I mean, he want, my, my father put together the largest tax decrease in the history of this country. It's why small businesses are thriving. It's why wages went through the roof. It's why un, unemployment went to the lowest numbers ever. And, I mean, not only does he want to get rid of my father's tax cuts, he wants to add another $4 trillion above that. I mean, people care about that, and people care about the attacks on faith and the attacks on family and the attacks on law enforcement and Antifa burning down radical left cities because, you know, these mayors have no backbone. I mean, our law enforcement would stop that in about three seconds. But, 
you know, these mayors won't allow them to do it and governors. They, they want our country open. They want to get back to work and get back to school. And, you know, those are all the things that we're fighting for. And um, they want the greatest military in the world and they want their Second Amendment left alone and, and, and they want to be able to live their lives. And um, and so, listen, I think uh, I think both are important. But uh, I can tell you, people are not a fan of, um, you know, a, a, a family selling out the United States for their own you know financial interests. Um, I can tell you, we as a family have lost a fortune on politics and we would do it 10 times over. We would do it absolutely 10 times over. But it's just. It's amazing. The year that Biden comes out of office, I, I saw, you know, it was reported the other day that he made something like $16 million, literally, you know, the year he came out of political office. And it's, um, I just don't think people are too into it. I, 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 I don't, John. Uh, so um, what, what can you tell us about what happened with the Leslie Stahl interview? Your, your dad was, uh, he walked out on it and it's supposed to run, yeah. I guess, Sunday. You know, I, I think we always have these preconceptions that, you know, a, a you know, the credible news outlets, um, you know, I say that kind of in, in quotes, but credible news outlets will ask real questions and fair questions. And then you see, you know, Biden show up on uh, Stephanopoulos, um, you know, on ABC with Stephanopoulos. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know he may as well have asked, you know, uh, what, what his favorite color is and what color is the sun and is the sky up or down? I mean, is it, you know, they, they asked him three days ago, the press asked, what, 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 what flavor ice cream are you eating? Right. And then. You see my father with Savannah Guthrie, and you know it's supposed to be a town hall where Americans get to ask questions of of the commander in chief. And she asked forty three questions. Um, the participants asked ten questions. Ten questions in the audience from the participants. Forty three from from Savannah, and every single one of them were nasty. And and again, not about taxes, and not about national security, and not about foreign policy or border security or or any of the things that people care about in this country. You know, it was. You know, it was just every smear that you can have on a person, and um, and and the same thing happened with uh, with, with sixty minutes. But I, people are wise to this. I mean, people see it; they see the the Twitter censorship and the Google. I mean, Kaylee McEnany, everybody loves her, right? What White House press secretary? She literally got banned from Twitter the other day for reposting a New York Post article. Uh, New York Post is still banned. Charlie Kirk got banned. I mean. You know, if they're willing to censor the president of the United States, believe me, they're willing to censor all of us. Um, and they do censor all of us. They do it every single day. And it's, um, you know, the, the, this is what we're fighting, John. I mean, we, and we fight this hard every single day. So um, the New York Times has a story today about your father having an account with a Chinese bank. Uh, any response from the campaign on that yet? It's unbelievable. So we, you know, so we're an international um we're an international hotel company and real estate company. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, we look at deals all over the world. We, we've looked at many deals in China. And we've looked at many deals in just about every country in the world. We've never done anything in China. Uh, we've never done anything in China, but we have, you know, trademarks there to protect our name. Otherwise, you'd have, uh, you'd have uh, you know, Trump Tower on every building in, uh, you know, in every city in China if you didn't have trademarks there. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's incredible. You know, we got out of business when my father became commander-in-chief. It's the exact opposite of Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden got into business when his father became vice president of the United States. Um, you know, it's, you know we're, we're, we're one of the most famous brands around the world. We're one of the biggest real estate companies you know, around the world. And we, 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 we got rid of all of that. We turned it all down, all international business, when my father got into office, um, you know, because it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, very different than his son, who got kicked out of the Navy for hard drug use. And then the second his father became vice president, he got into business, into international business. It's just a, it's a very different thing. Uh, I have a feeling the media won't be that shy about doing this story, though, over the next couple of days. I, yeah, I have a feeling that they'll, they'll have a lot of interest in that one. Well, hey, Eric, um, I'm out of time. I appreciate you coming on. you got uh, 12 more days of doing this, and then it's Election Day. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks for being on. Thank you very much, John. Great to be on with you. Okay, and that's Eric Trump. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra-soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one, low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087. 
Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The full-stack software development program from Steve Wozniak, available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or SalemCareerHub.com. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance? Or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stoggerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Promises that during the campaign uh, last year during the, I mean, and uh, Joe Biden is going to cure a lot of problems for the country. He's going to uh, uh, make it so that uh, all the kids are going to get a great education. Everybody's going to have health care. It's all going to be free. We're going to have free college. You know, you've heard all the promises, but his his most amazing promise uh, is uh, was made oh, about a year or so ago. I think it was during the primary, and uh, Conan O'Brien uh, picked up on it. I'm wondering why nobody's asking Joe about this. Listen. Democratic candidate Joe Biden made a pretty stunning campaign promise, and I want you to see this. This is real. Take a look. I promise you... Uh... If I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Uh, you think I'm... That's right. Biden promised to cure cancer. Now, look, trust me, that's certainly an admirable goal. But many people are saying the obvious, that it wasn't a very responsible thing to promise. Even worse, Joe Biden went on and promised all kinds of things that many people are wondering how he'll pull off. For example, Joe Biden promised to redo season eight of Game of Thrones, <laughs> remove brown spots on bananas, make all toilet seats five degrees warmer, individually sue each and every mosquito in the US mainland, make Ohio an oceanfront state, add the name Gladys to Mambo number five, 
and bathing suit chafing. Find out why raccoons have human hands. Reduce the sound of corduroys. Remove cantaloupe from fruit salad. Harness sexual tension to heat U.S. homes. And finally, perhaps the toughest promise from Biden, stop putting his hands on women's shoulders. That's a tall order. Yeah, those are a lot of those promises are uh, those are good ones, and I think there's as much chance of Joe uh, fulfilling those as the as the first one of curing cancer. But hey, he can you know he said it, and he's you know we got to see if he can pull it off. That's of course if he gets elected, which I don't think he's going to do. Meanwhile, uh, he's not running. Apparently, he may not be running for president anyway. Um, Mr. Kamala Harris, uh, I forget his name. I don't care what his name is, but um, he was. Uh, appearing somewhere uh, you, you can't see it because it's radio i think but um this video is him he, he's arriving in a uh, looks like a, a school room there's a bunch of people sitting in school desks in, in a classroom and uh he walks in and they and you'll hear a long applause they enthusiastically applause for him and then uh, he's all excited and just giddy and listen to what he says at the end He's married to the next president of the United States. That's his wife, Kamala Harris. She's the next president. You heard him say it. What's he know that everybody else doesn't know? But uh, that was him. He's married to the next president, not the next vice president, the next president of the United States. Now, before we go to the break here, I need you to hear uh, everybody should uh, feel really bad for uh, for this guy. Uh, he's obviously lost his mind. And this this stuff is nowhere near... Um, as good on the radio as it is on TV because you have to see his face with his eyes uh, uh, bugging out. Um, remember Keith Olbermann? He was a wild man for a while. He was on MSNBC, went insane, and then he calmed down and went back on ESPN. He even unblocked me on Twitter for some reason, and he was uh, he was being pretty normal on ESPN. Well, he's he's walked away from ESPN again, and he's back doing some kind of a blog, and listen to this. We are all tired, but mostly I'm tired of the needless sickness and the needless death and the needless terror because this mentally incompetent, inhuman, dumb bad has lied about this disease in a thousand different ways, a different way for each different political need he has sensed. And I'm tired of the thought that we're now going to repeat the months of March and April in this country, a country that should have learned something but which in large part has been authorized to wallow and die in its own stupidity because of one man, one dumb one selfish son of a bitch, one real-life major French attacking the only hope we have, the science, and insisting science is wrong and Fauci is an idiot and only I can save you, and insisting you can do whatever you want and the disease affects almost nobody. Donald Trump should be on trial for 220,000 murders Death penalty for each count. <laughs> Keith is uh, he he he's, This is a guy who started out uh, voicing over highlights on ESPN. Uh, he's the guy who um, referred to uh, George Bush as Hitler uh, often, um, and he called the uh, Wall Street Journal's editorial page the voice of fascism. This was back in uh, 2017, now three years ago. Um, and, uh, he, I mean, he, he said that, uh, the world ignored Hitler's words and paid a terrible price. He was referring to, uh, George Bush. He said, apologize, sir, for even hinting at an America where a few have that privilege to think eradicate the Jews. So he was accusing George Bush of that. That's, uh, that's your boy, Keith Olbermann, and he's only just begun. And we will be just back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Speaking on the Senate floor today, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said Republicans will push ahead with their procedural vote on a virus proposal with a net cost of about $500 billion in relief money. However, he's facing opposition from Democrats with 
Minority Leader Charles Schumer accusing Republicans of holding a phony vote just to consume all the time they can and focus primarily on confirming the Supreme Court nominee on Monday. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy and the First Lady tested negative for the coronavirus just hours after he abruptly left an event. The Democrat was speaking at a workforce development event his office organized with Democratic Representative Donald Norcross at Camden County College when he learned a recent contact had tested positive. U.S. health officials are redefining what it means to have close contact with somebody with COVID-19. Are you horrified at what the nation has become because of the demonic Democratic agenda? God has been patient. But because of our anti-Christian society, we are drowning in debt and corruption is all around us. We're going to lose America. The ship is sinking. But you can do something. Please go to ProfitToAmerica.com. We need God's presence in our country. Don't stay silent. Go to ProfitToAmerica.com. Do you think all vitamin C's are the same? They're not. Ester C is a superior form of vitamin C. It's the only vitamin C with 24-hour immune support. And it lasts up to two times longer than regular vitamin C. So don't just settle for any vitamin C. Buy Ester C and support your immune health today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The If you've got questions... We've got answers. Hugh Hewitt. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. On the next Hugh Hewitt Show, we go Upper Midwest. Senator Joni Ernst, the great senator from Iowa, and John James, who has surged in Michigan and made himself a real contender for a seat that needs a brand new, fresh voice. They join me both on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. You never really stop riding in your mind. Never, never, never. Unless you're thinking of something else. Like other thoughts. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 25 years ago, the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy was founded. Its research, education, and outreach have steadfastly defended taxpayers and businesses against the burdensome taxation, inefficiency, and intrusiveness of ever-expanding government. Isn't it time for you to join the cause? Make your tax-deductible donation at AlleghenyInstitute.org, where we've been challenging conventional public policy wisdom since 1995. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Seeing continuing congestion on outbound Parkway East, Seve Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, and on the inbound side around the tunnel, and from Grand Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. On the Parkway West, not doing too badly, just the usual volume. Outbound 65 heavy up to the McKees Rocks Bridge, Robinson Township. It's under construction. Ridge Road shut down between Boyce Road and the Parkway West. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 58. It'll be very warm tomorrow with clouds and sunshine. Tomorrow's high, 78. Clear and mild tomorrow night with a low of 58. Friday, partly sunny and warm with the temperature approaching the record of 82. Set back in 1947, we'll see a high of 78. 
Saturday, cloudy and cooler, the high 55. With your Vacu Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, that is town hall last Thursday, and between answering softball questions from uh, George Stephanopoulos, uh, Joe Biden was asked by the mother of a transgender daughter what he would do about transgender rights, and this is what he said. The idea that an 8-year-old child or a 10-year-old child decides, you know, I decided I want to be transgender, that's what I think I'd like to be, it would make my life a lot easier. There would be zero discrimination. In other words, you're 8 or 10, that's right, Joe thinks that an 8-year-old eight or eight kid should be able to, you know, make the decision to go through a sex change. Anytime I hear this kind of stupidity, I think of Walt Heyer. He's a guy who had a sex change from man to woman, changed back. He's been on the show a few times, and I thought tonight would be a good time, based on after what Joe said, to replay his last visit to the show several months ago. Listen to this. Just so everybody understands, we've had you on a couple of times, and uh, you're my go-to guy on this subject um, because yeah. you, you lived it. Could you just give us a quick summary of, of what happened with you and why you are such a strong uh, opponent or against this transgender explosion? Sure. Yeah, I started out as a four-year-old trans kid. I'm 79 years old, so I've been at this one way or the other for 75 years. I lived as Laura Jensen, female, and worked for the federal government, FDIC, and for the Postal Service. So I've got a lot of background, a lot of personal history with it, and uh, nobody changes from one gender to the other. That's all a total myth. Uh, it's it's Halloween makeup is all it is. Uh, nobody, No man ever becomes a woman, and no woman becomes a man. Well, it's interesting because just today I saw a story from uh, NBC.com, I think, NBC News website anyway, and it was a story about how painful it is for men who have periods um, and how, they, how they're supposed to deal with it. And, you know, the thing is, this thing appears online and, uh, or wherever else it appears, and it's written with a straight face, and it's expected mm-hmm. to be read with a straight face, and discussed with a straight face, and I, I, I looked at it and I thought, you know, five. It's interesting because then I saw your piece where you, you mentioned five years. I get to that in a second, but I read this thing about the the men having their periods, and I thought, you know, five years ago, there's no way you would have seen this, and if you did, people would have fallen out of their chairs laughing at it. And mm-hmm. it's 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 happened so fast that that stuff is just taken so seriously now. That it's not only taken seriously, but if you, not meaning you, but if a person makes fun of it or questions it, there's something wrong with you if you question it. It's mm. it, it's mm. uh, and it, but so then your headline, the piece that I saw here today. I don't know if you wrote it today, but it's a recent piece yeah. uh, um, at yeah. the Federalist. In the past five years, the transgender explosion has wounded more and more people. So you picked the number five years. Why? Well, I just did my first article five years ago and, and published it. Um, and so I've, I've been publishing articles, have done about 60 of them now. So, uh, but you know, uh, men don't have periods. These are women who dress up like men and identify as men. Uh, they, they have female genitalia. They are, they've cut their breasts off. They're women. And so men do not have periods. Women who claim to be men, have periods. And uh, so, uh, you know, this is, to me, is so ridiculous. I'm sorry if you're offended by that, but this is what five-year-old kids do. They they make believe about who they are, whether they're a fireman or they're this or they're that. And we're doing this in adulthood now and expecting people to believe they actually changed when it's biologically, scientifically, and any other way, totally impossible to change a man into a woman or a woman into a man. You can make them look like it. You can get a woman to grow a beard and get a low voice, and they look very authentic. They're just biologically, they're not correct, and that's why, um, you know, these men are having periods, because they're still women. And um, you say in your piece, what's changed is the explosion in the number of children and adolescents diagnosed with gender dysphoria. But the key thing here to me is that you call it the tight stranglehold excluding other treatment options. So if a parent finds their kid leaning toward this or they start to worry that their kid has an issue with this, instead of getting help, they're getting encouragement. 
to, to, yeah, to, to keep doing it. That's exactly right. It, you know, anybody who comes out and says, well, you know, this I've, I've had this actually happen where the child was sexually abused and they tell the, the therapist who's a trans activist therapist, the therapist says, I don't care if the child wants to change genders, we'll change them. The problem is that sexual abuse is a prime component in people not liking who they are and causing them to have a dissociative disorder, which is totally treatable without undergoing hormones and surgery. So we have a lot of people today coming out who have what we call comorbid disorders. They're things like body dysmorphia, dissociative disorder, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, separation anxiety. And for the men who've been married to women, they're suffering from autogynephilia and transvestic fetishes. In other words, these men who dress up like women, they actually fall in love with themselves at what they see in the mirror, and that becomes the object of their, uh, their affection. They actually get sexually aroused by seeing themselves dressed up as a woman. So, you know, this whole thing is just um, crazy nonsense. Nobody wants to dig in and actually identify what's causing these people to dress up, like the, the drag queens are primarily just homosexual men. They don't even go through the surgery. Most of them, they might get breast implants or something, but they still have all the uh, tools that a man has, and they run around um, dressed up like women, and they call themselves drag queens. They're not even transgender. So the fact of the matter, most of these people aren't transgender. They're suffering from comorbid disorders that I've mentioned before, and many of the men who've been married who come out later in life who claim to be transgender are actually suffering from transvestic fetishes and autogynephilia and, and a lot of other things as well. So, um, you know, we've been bamboozled by the press um, and the gender clinics that I wrote in that article are actually ruining kids' lives. I used to, you know, a few years back, seven or eight years ago, I never had anybody under 30 or 40 contacting me saying they regretted it. Now I'm getting getting them at 18, 19, 20, and 21. I had a rash of them uh, contact me. Who they As soon as they're 18, they go to the gender clinic, they get hormones, they change their gender. At 19, they regret it. At 20, they regret it, whatever. The men and women both. I just had a young boy. Uh, at 15, the parents put him on hormones. At 18, he had the full run of surgery, changed to all his genitalia. At 19, he regrets it, and he wants his body parts back. Wow. Now, um, and the thing is, the thing that really bothers me about it is that um, what you just said, and you're doing it based on firsthand experience, you went through it yourself, yeah. that you you are not, I mean, you're just not allowed to say that uh, in the media. You, if, if, if you're a politician and you say that... You're you're called a trend. You're tra- you're you're accused of being transphobic. You're you're a bigot. You are um, you're you don't believe in science. It's just so accepted now that I, it's really scary for me to think about a parent with a with a a, a young teenage uh, kid who's going mm-hmm. through this, and and if they think it's ridiculous, they're not allowed to think it's ridiculous. Other people will accuse them of being bad parents if they don't encourage it and make it happen well uh, this is the problem with them controlling what you say uh, we can't even have a, a decent discussion or a debate about it they just shut you up and like you said they'll call you different they call me a lot of names i i actually take pride in the fact that they call me all the names and i i actually realize i'm i'm over the target and i've got it right when they start calling me names and i know i'm spot on so i'm going to stay right there telling the truth uh, these men that claim to be having periods are just women. And the men who go into prisons uh, or women who go into the women's prisons should be in the men's prisons. I don't care how uncomfortable they are. They swear they belong. Uh, so, you know, this stuff is uh, we've got to come up with a way to um, be able to raise a good argument about it and not fall prey to sort of uh, buying into this absolute idiocy that people can change their gender through hormones and surgery. It's totally cosmetic. The surgery is cosmetic. doesn't change anything. Nope. I, I work with these people every single day. I've worked with hundreds of people. And my book, Trans Life Survivors, is a book anybody who's interested in really should read because it has the stories and it has the research. 
And, you know, this actually, this whole movement was started by three men. All of them were pedophile activists. They thought it would be really exciting to have boys look like girls. And they started giving them hormones and trying to change their gender because they, uh, that made them more attractive to pedophiles. Well, and 16 states, according to your piece, uh, and many cities <laughs> have actually made it against the law to counsel someone, a kid, who uh, is thinking about, who has, uh, trying to explore the cause of gender distress, you say here. Right, yeah. <clears throat> See, they don't want people to explore it because they'll find out that they don't need the hormones and they don't need the surgery, that they actually need psychotherapy. And, and or they'll find out that they were sexually abused, emotionally abused, psychologically abused. I, you know, these are, these are people who eventually find this out when they contact me and say, I regret this. Walt, can you help me? I get them into psychotherapy, and then they write me back after they've had psychotherapy, and they say, uh, <clears throat> you know, I never needed the hormones. I never needed the surgery. I just needed some good, effective psychotherapy. <clears throat> and I got it too late. Uh, so their body parts are gone, and the gender clinics are not going to put all the parts back that they took off. Um, you know, their lives, many of them are ruined, and, and especially the young people who want to get married. And here's the strange thing. About 90 to 95 percent of the people I work with who were in men who were transgender aren't homosexual. So many people think that they're all homosexual. These are heterosexual men, largely with sexual fetish disorders psychological and emotional disorders they're not even homosexuals wow um and you have a story here about a doctor at the university of louisville who lost his position because he stated the need for medical professionals to ask why yeah yeah he all he was stating was you know what we need to do is when these children come in and say you know i i feel like i'm a girl What's appropriate, he was saying, was for us to sit down and say, well, where did you come up with this idea? Did you find it in a book? Did you see it on television? Did someone encourage you in this? Uh, and, and that, they say, was something that was justifiable in terminating him because he mentioned that we should start exploring where the idea came from. And he was terminated. And the guy not only is a psychiatric doctor, a psychologist, he's one of the premier pediatrician doctors in the country yeah um and i know that if i mean well everything you say makes total sense obviously but it's just not possible to say that in public um without having the majority of the people now think that there's something wrong with you well, you know, what's funny is I get a lot of uh, emails. People write me and say, well, keep up, keep up the good work and the courage. Uh, all I got to say is I'm 79 years old. I got one foot in the boat and one foot on the dock and the boat's about to leave. So we better bring up some more. We better bring up some more people to carry this uh, good news on because nobody needs there, there's nobody needs to undergo hormone therapy and surgery because they feel like they're a different gender. This thing is totally out of control. Let me tell you one last thing. That Dr. Charles L. Illenfeld at the very first gender clinic in New York, it was run by one of the premier guys in this. Dr. Illenfeld was a homosexual advocate for gender change, and he worked at the clinic for six years, and he helped transition 500 men to women. Oh, wow. And at the, at the end of six years, he said, I'm leaving the practice. I'm not going to give them hormones anymore. They need a psychiatrist. I'm going into psychiatry. I've seen too much harm done by the surgeries, and I've seen too many people commit suicide after undergoing the surgery. That guy was a homosexual activist working in a clinic saying the very same thing I said, and he said that, get this, in 1979. Wow, and I, I, I got a feeling that that guy's not going to get a lot of publicity. No, in fact, he was sued. <laughs> now, I, have, I only have about a minute left, Walt, and... Uh, if, what do you have to say to parents or anybody who has a relative or a friend who might have a, uh, a kid going through this? What would you advise them to do and maybe more importantly not to do? Yeah, the one thing I wouldn't do is take them to a gender clinic or a gender specialist. I would find a good faith-based um, child psychologist um, 
and uh, have them explore what is causing the young child to feel this way. And if, if you, I have done this. If you spend enough time with them, the child will disclose where they learned about this activity. It could be from a sibling. It could be from an uncle, an aunt. I learned from my grandmother. Uh, it could be somebody in the house. Typically, it's not the parents doing it, although sometimes that happens. So it, it really need to find out what is causing them to think that they're a different gender, whether it's a book, TV. You got to watch what TV shows. You got to watch what they're doing with the computer. Um, and you will discover where this came about because they're not born that way. That's what you need to know. Walt, I always appreciate having you on, and uh, I'm sure I'm going to be calling you again because this stuff keeps popping up, and it drives me nuts. I just think it's in total insanity, and the thing that bothers me the most is that you're not allowed to say so. That's that's the Well, that's it, and then the kids that are being ruined by this, uh, they're getting younger and younger, and we've got to stop this nonsense. Walt, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again. My pleasure. All right, that's Walt Heyer. We'll be right back. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. In the know, I'm Andy Solomon. Surprise medical bills may result from emergency situations where the patient is unable to choose their medical transport company, hospital, or doctors. Here's Dr. Mitch Elkind, American Heart Association president, with more. The average surprise medical bill is over $600 and may amount to thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars. The American Heart Association is urging lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to address this issue now. We're leading a national campaign encouraging patients to share their stories about receiving surprise bills with the hashtag, I was billed. Patients should never have to worry about surprise medical bills instead of focusing on their care. For months, Congress has had comprehensive bipartisan legislation in hand that would shield patients and consumers from surprise medical bills. However, lawmakers have yet to move this critical legislation forward. Congress should act now to end surprise medical bills. For more on how you can urge Congress to act, visit heart.org slash surprise bills. You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. And every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice. Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies, and the reason for the lies is simple. President Trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the Constitution and for conservative principles. And when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for, my new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today. This is the most important book of the year. Read it and you'll agree. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it wherever books are sold. When Tom Yakupin at New Era Health Plans talks to people about health insurance, they tell him they worry about having quality health insurance and their finances. Tom knows he will help with both. Hi, Mike Gallagher here. People are paying huge deductibles and premiums with Obamacare, but you can get a health plan with exclusive benefits and features. No deadlines. Enroll anytime. Plans include coverage for COVID-19 testing and medical expenses. If you're under 65 and in decent health, you, your family, or business buys your own health insurance, or you're paying ridiculous COBRA rates that you're going to have to change anyway, call Tom Yakupin at 
at New Era Health Plans. They help folks buy health plans with flexible acceptance and rates 30 to 60% lower with no deductibles or co-pays. Compare your coverage to what New Era Health Plans can offer. This is the best non-Obamacare plan available today. Call 724-230-4500. Write it down. 724-230-4500 or go to NewEraHealthPlans.com. That's NewEraHealthPlans.com, a quality plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, uh, and after listening to Walt Heyer there, that, that interview was done before uh, we had really been introduced to uh, Dr. Rachel Levine. And, you know, you listen to what he said. I hope you listen to it. Uh, he's one of my favorite guests, by the way, because, I mean, I just love the fact that he comes at it with so much credibility because he, he did it. Uh, and then regretted it, and then returned back to being uh, admitting and uh, accepting the fact that he's a man, and he now counsels people who have the same issues that he had, which is deep regret for doing it. And we now have someone who went through that uh, and is advising us, as a, and, and not just advising us, but is controlling us in the state based on uh, opinions uh, about our health and um, what what's best for us, and I don't know. You listen to Walt Heyer, and then you turn on your TV, and you see Dr. Rachel Levine. Are you allowed to have any questions? Uh, Dr. Rachel is, by the way, a pediatric psychiatrist. You listen to what Walt said there about uh, what's going on with kids, and uh, this is what we're dealing with in Pennsylvania that person is a pediatric psychiatrist. I would love to have Walt Heyer interview Dr. Rachel. That would be interesting. Um, I'm working on uh, tomorrow getting uh, Herschel Walker on the show. And um, we hope we can do that. I'll let you know uh, on Twitter if he's coming on. And maybe I won't let you know till tomorrow when you're on the radio. But check him out or check me out and see if he's on. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.